This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am delighted to be back with you. I hope you're doing well. It has been a time. That's the best thing that I could say, the most neutral thing I can say, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I do not typically watch the news, but I do participate in social media which is media. And I hear things and become aware of things. And then I have thoughts about those things, as I'm sure many of you do as well. So I have been just sitting with some of that and allowing it to be what it is and to acknowledge all of the emotions that come up for me, all of the emotions that I feel and just be with myself and be with my family. This is a time where I really just recognize how much being with my family matters to me. Being present with my family matters to me. And so that's just where I am. Where are you? Where are you right now? I don't know if that's a question you ever ask yourself, but it's a helpful one to just sit with and not rush an answer. Like, where am I? Where am I emotionally? Where am I like mindfully? Where am I spiritually? Where am I physically? Like what's going on with me? Such a good question to ask. And if your marriage (laughs) is one of those things that's going on, and maybe it's going on in a way that you'd like to see some improvements, you know that I am here to support you in that. You know that I am here to help you in that. And today specifically, we are going to be talking about communication breakdowns and I want you to know they happen. They happen to everyone. I was actually talking with some clients of mine, this couple that I'm coaching, and I'd shared with them my own communication breakdown, a moment that I just like really got into all of my feelings in a conversation with my husband and in hindsight realized just how I didn't handle it well. And that was a communication breakdown. And I think we can beat ourselves up, especially when we're on this journey and we're making investments in our time and energy to become better. And then we have the slip ups. And I didn't beat myself up, right? I could, one, admit that to clients who were paying me to help them 
avoid some of their communication breakdowns, but I shared it all with them. And I told them that because I do this work and because I know that every breakdown creates an opportunity for learning, I actually learned more and my husband and I ended up better off than potentially if we hadn't had the breakdown. So that's a little bit of insight for you. And I want to just, I guess, set the stage for when I say communication breakdown, what I'm even talking about, right? So when I think of this, and it's mostly based on obviously research, but for sure what I see and experience with my clients and even in my own life, right? And I think communication breakdowns fall into three categories. One is just arguments and disagreements, right? Where you and your spouse are approaching things from completely different angles, like you could not think about it differently. You could not have more of polar opposite perspectives, or even perhaps you're disagreeing on like some very fine details of something, right? I hear this a lot when I'm coaching clients and they're arguing over the details of their last argument. Like, no, I said it this way, or I said this first, and then you said that, or then this happened first and that happened. Like how you have it, the sequence of events is wrong, right? This happens a lot with my lawyers, (laughs) I love them. I love you lawyers. Um, Or just people with very analytical brains that are prone to value accuracy, right? So arguments and disagreements, they leave you feeling disconnected. They feel like we're not together. We're not on the same page. We can't make decisions that we both feel good about, right? So that's one example of what a communication breakdown looks like. Others are just those boring, mundane, routine, surface level conversations where it's just like your robots, right? Where it's like, hey, how was your day? My day was good. How was yours? Or my day was fine. How was yours? crickets, right? Crickets. So many of my clients complain about this or it's like, Hey, you know, when I ask my spouse about their day, like they don't even really say anything. How can I get them to open up? How can we have more exciting and engaging conversations? Or maybe for you, this looks like you are very excited about something and you bring it to your spouse And they're like the Debbie Downer on your idea or on your accomplishment or whatever it is you're bringing to them really excited about. This is my experience, (laughs) right? So I, like my husband and I, we just have different personalities and I am relatively excitable, right? I get very excited about things. I'm a dreamer. I'm creative. And he is so realistic and so practical. And it's so funny. um, We used to do couples events, in-person couples events. And I would get so excited about the planning stages and like the creation. And then he would get excited 
after we got the pictures and we're sitting there like relishing in what we did together. And I would just be like, I'm on to the next thing now. Like, okay, the pictures are great. Amazing. What's the next thing I can dig my hands into? Right. And so there are many times when like you may bring something and you're so excited about it and you think it's the greatest thing and you're trying to talk with your spouse about it. And they're just like either neutral or what you perceive as slightly negative. And it just feels like a communication breakdown where it's like there's not the interest and engagement. There's not the back and forth. You don't feel like two great friends just chatting it up with each other with like finishing each other's sentences and having so much to talk about. Right. That's another example of a communication breakdown. And then one of the ones that I find is sometimes the most painful and hard to sort of get over is when you bring something to your spouse, a concern, a worry, a fear, and you have the experience of them either downplaying it or dismissing it, or even they're defensive with what you're offering, right? So if you're trying to have a conversation about your marriage, about your relationship, and you're like, hey, I would really like this thing to be different. I'm feeling this way. And this is what is happening for me, right? This is how I feel. I feel sad. I feel like you don't care. I feel like I'm not important. I feel like I'm not a priority. And you don't get the response that you want. You don't get the response that sort of soothes your heart and soothes your feelings. And you leave the conversation feeling kind of unseen and unheard and not understood And you walk away most likely with this idea and this perception that your spouse is just insensitive or they're not self-aware or they don't have the capacity to sort of emotionally care for you the way that you would like, right? So you can think about for yourself as we proceed through this conversation about which one feels like the biggest one for you right now. Is it the arguments and the disagreements and the tension and just talking with each other? Is it the boring routine or Debbie Downer kind of conversations because your spouse is so realistic and practical, right? Or is it that you're sharing yourself vulnerably, you have these emotional needs and You feel like your spouse is just not there for it, not understanding, not wanting to understand, or just really dismissive and sort of shooing you away, right? So I want to talk about why this happens, right? Why the communication breakdowns happen. And one reason, especially when it comes to arguments, is because we're biased to our own perspective and our own experiences, right? We live the world looking through our own eyes and what we see makes sense to us, what we see feels right to us. And so when you unite with someone who has a whole different set of eyes, a whole different set of experiences that have shaped what they see and how they view things, of course, you're going to disagree, right? And so when you're arguing, I want you to just notice that all that's really happening is you are biased 
to your experience and your perspective and you're placing that higher than your spouse's. What I want here is right. What I need here matters more. My opinion on the situation is the right opinion. The proposed course of action that I'm thinking about is the right thing. Right? So just know that that's why it's happening. When it comes to those sort of boring, mundane, routine, surface level conversations, what I know is happening there is you and your spouse just have different priorities. Right? You have different priorities and you have different interests. And if you can just take a step back and like see that that is all that's happening, I'm really interested in this and my spouse isn't. That doesn't have to be a problem because what I also know is there's tons of things your spouse is really interested in that you're not. It goes both ways, but I think in those moments, we want to dip into our sad story of they don't care about me. They don't care about what I'm interested in. They want to poo-poo on all my ideas. And it always goes both ways. It may look different when you're doing it, but I'm sure there's some way, either subtle or overt, that it really is happening in both directions. The other thing that I think is underneath this is once we get married and once we're like together for a while, your desire and motivation to fake interest and enthusiasm just like goes away, right? So I want you to think about, and I talk with my clients about this all the time, sort of girlfriend, boyfriend mentality versus like married couple mentality. When you are dating and you are someone's girlfriend or someone's boyfriend, you really bring the best your best A game, right? You're like so flexible, so accommodating, so interested in all the things, right? We put on this facade with each other. And then when you get married, it's just sort of like, one, I can't keep that up. Or two, I'm just no longer here for not being myself, right? So again, that's all that's happening. Doesn't have to be a problem. That awareness is powerful. And then when it comes to the breakdowns related to feeling dismissed or that your concerns and feelings aren't really heard, really what's happening there is you're wanting validation and agreement, right? You want your spouse to validate your experience and what you're going through, and you want them to agree that that's happening. Right. It's literally what you're wanting is them to say, I see you. I hear you. I'm sorry you feel that way. Right. Such simple words that are so soothing. But what I want to offer you there is you want to check your own validation picture when you go to them. Right. So I teach and there's a podcast episode on this. If you scroll back, it's called responsibility versus responsiveness. And when you have your validation pitcher, and I mean pitcher like thing that you have a liquid in, right? When you have your own validation pitcher filled to some reasonable level, right? Where you are validated 
yourself. You are acknowledging yourself. You value your experience on your own, right? When you go to your spouse to have it filled, your need of that validation is less. You want it, right? You want a spouse who's responsive to what you are feeling, but you don't need it, right? It's like, I'm sharing this with you and I would love for us to figure this out, but also I'm good with me. I value my own emotions and I trust myself to take care of myself also, right? It's a big difference then I need you to hear me. I need you to change. I need you to respond to this concern in a very specific way so that I can feel better, right? Because it doesn't work that way. Okay, so now that we've established your life, (laughs) right? You're probably like, oh, this is me. This is like in my living room just yesterday, right? Here's what I want to offer you. I want to offer you some ideas about how to think about it differently, right? How to think about these communication breakdowns in a way that doesn't create further breakdown, right? So the first thing, and I said this at the beginning, but I'll say it again, like this is normal. It is normal to disagree, argue, have boring surface level conversations, have a spouse that's not as interested in something in a moment that you are, have someone be a little bit defensive when you bring something to them. It's the human experience, right? So I offer that because so many times when I'm working with my clients, they're so relieved to know like, oh, we're not the only ones going through this. I'm not the only one feeling this way. No, you're not. It is the human experience in relationships. It is, right? Now, you also do want to recognize like what is the range of healthy versus unhealthy, right? So most of the people that I'm talking to are in what would be considered a normal range of a healthy relationship, right? It's not that you have someone who is emotionally or verbally or physically abusive to you, right? So I really want to say that because... There are toxic arguments that are damaging, but I'm talking about, you know, sort of normal range of arguments. You shut down, you might yell, you may, you know, say something that is not nice that you regret later. It may lead to days of not talking to each other afterwards, right? So that's normal. The second perspective I want to offer is that these are just opportunities to learn about yourself and to learn about each other, right? It doesn't mean that the world is ending. No, in no way does it mean that, (laughs) right? So I want you to see it as that, like, okay, wow, we have this disagreement, this huge argument. Or, oh, wow, I was so excited about something and I brought it to my spouse and they weren't. What is this teaching me? What am I learning about myself, about us, about them? Right? And those lessons 
can be amazing. It can be even better than avoiding the argument. It can be even better than having them just as excited as you are, right? And then another perspective is I want you to see these breakdowns. When you think of something like breaking down, it's actually also breaking open, right? When you break down an egg, it's opening up and showing you something else inside, right? And so I want you to think of these breakdowns as an opening where you can walk in and create something better. You can create an experience that you want to be having in your communication, in your relationship with each other. Okay. And I want to leave you with three very specific shifts in thinking that will help keep you in that space, right? A lot of times when people are struggling in communication, they believe we're not right for each other, right? This is just not my person. I'm not their person. We're too incompatible. We're too different. Some flavor of that. And what I want to help you step into is to neutralize that a bit and just look at the true fact that you have two different brains that operate in different ways. That's all that's happening. Two different brains operating in two different ways. They can still work together, right? I think about... You can use as simple as a cell phone analogy, right? I have an iPhone. I have friends who have an Android. Two different operating systems. Two different ways of communicating and interacting with the world. Yet, we can still talk to each other. We can still accomplish our goals together. Same with you and your spouse. Your differences do not have to mean the destruction of your relationship. Two different brains thinking very differently, but wanting the same thing. You want to be happy together. You want your marriage to work. The second set of thoughts that are very common is to think that your spouse doesn't care about you. Right? Like, they don't care. Versus, again, their brain is just seeing this differently. They're just looking at the situation from a different seat. They have a different vantage point. They have a different set of neurons firing off in their head that creates a different set of emotions and a different set of actions for them. Right? Another thing that is really helpful back to the point I meant to say this. So when you're thinking you're not right for each other, it could also just be like, we just don't have the right set of skills right now, right? It's almost like if you're trying to break some, bake some bread and you're missing flour, it's like, it's not going to work, but it will work when you just get the flour, right? So maybe all that's happening in your communication is you just need some skills, And it would work perfectly fine, right? Like, you just need to know how to respond to each other. 
You need to know how to listen. I can teach you those things, by the way. It's exactly what I do. All right. And then the last thing I want to offer in terms of a set of things to be thinking is moving from they are wrong here because that's where the arguments are coming from is like my spouse is wrong, right? You want to move from that thought to the thought, where am I being closed-minded, right? Because here's the thing, you married a person who you think is an acceptable human being, right? At least at the time when you married them. They were really smart and responsible or whatever qualities drew you to them that made you say yes to spending your life with them. They are still that person. And so even though they may have an opinion or a thought that is drastically different than yours, it's based on something that makes sense to them. And so if you're not seeing that, it just means that maybe there's a closed door in your own brain that you might want to just open up and look at. doesn't mean that you have to agree with them, but sometimes we get so strongly against what our spouse is offering without even investigating and looking at like where they could be right. Even if we ultimately don't land in the same place, it's like, yeah, I can see how they would think that. I can see how that would be their preference. I could see how that's what they want to do. I don't agree with it, but at least I'm open-minded and not telling them that they're completely wrong, right? And so that perspective is this the perspective that you want to take if you really want your marriage to work, right? You don't want to be thinking they're this horrible person that just has like a brain that should be set on fire and demolished. You don't want to think that, right? You want to think the best of them. And sometimes you just need a little bit of help getting there. So if that is you, if anything that I've said in this episode really resonates with your experience and you're ready for things to be different, you're ready to think about your spouse differently, you're ready to end all the arguing and the disagreeing, you're ready to um, have conversations that you can be excited about. You're ready to create an atmosphere of greater understanding and appreciation for each other's experiences. You're ready to be happy. I can help you do that. And I want to invite you to a complimentary call with me where we can have a two-way conversation. It is one hour where you get to come and Share with me what you want for your marriage. And I'll hear everything that is getting in the way. I will map out exactly how I will support you and guide you into getting into a better place and creating what you want. And then we'll decide together, yes or no, if we want to work together for the next six months. I work with my clients for six months, we have weekly sessions. And at the end, you create an experience and a marriage that you love. So if that's what you want, you can schedule that call with me. You will go to my website, drshavon.com. You will click on the work with me button. 
you'll schedule your time and I'll meet you there on Zoom. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope this is helpful, that you will take one nugget. Think about it now. Think about that one nugget you're taking away and going to use in the next few weeks. All right. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.